toxic relationships. <sighs> uh, I mean, word for word, you know, the, the, the use of the term toxic has probably been thrown around more than necessary. But nonetheless, toxic relationships, relationships that are in line with you, relationships that aren't for you, bring the worst out of you. Um, now, we can't change the world. We can only change ourselves. So to demand for the world to be a better place, um, maybe selling yourself short, you're setting yourself up for failure, actually. And that would be the service for us all. But trying to be a better you would get everything much further, right? You can actually make a difference. But that, once again, doesn't mean that people nor events, places are going to follow accord with you by demand. It's by want, by willingness. And I think that we can find ourselves in these toxic relationships and relationships being friendships uh, with your parents, um, relationships with, with, with your partner, um, relationships with, with your children, you know, these relationships can become toxic when there's like a misalignment and that misalignment it comes from a, a disconnect with you and the person right because you can be on different levels and, and the thing is is that sometimes i feel like with if you think with your ego a lot of things that you hear will feed your ego your ego is a starved thing there is no bottom it's a bottomless pit your ego is a bottomless pit and so there's nothing that will actually feed your ego enough so if you have an ego and you listen with your ego everything will fit it will devour it and that's just what you'll get but you'll never actually receive it so if you take yourself out your ego and listen without your ego you actually receive messages that are bigger than you because your ego is not in the way that being said um <clears throat> toxic relationships now when you are at your lowest self, and I think that for myself, I, when I'm not my best self or when I wasn't at my best self and I wasn't making choices I was proud of, I didn't know any better, I didn't do any better, um, I found myself gravitating to things that made me feel relative, comfortable, um, people that made me feel alike, you know, and my value in myself and my perception in myself is what made me attract certain people and also for them and vice versa they attracted me into their life right and so in this frequency in this state in this being of yourself you are still you in totality i was always me but my my intention because of of lack of tools or lack of knowledge or just straight up lacking whatever it is maybe we may, may be going through you will find yourself having the the wrong intention now i myself personally truly have never felt jealous of another person um i think jealousy is probably one of the biggest things i see that's to do with toxicity uh that's like the, the trait that's the what all it comes back to is jealousy um, and jealousy comes in a lot of ways, shapes and forms, and it can get deeper until it turns into envy. And then once it's envy, that's something that is very grotesque to me. Um, but nonetheless, when it comes to these toxic relationships, it, it's, it's from a lack in totality. You could see the person that you believe is good with themselves or good hearted, but you, you have to look at their intention. And once you start to see intentions, that's when you start to see the truth of people. 
And when you start to look at those real truths, not not the pictures they give you, that's when you can really see where you're headed with the person. I think that's where you start identifying these toxic relationships. You know, words are cheap. And I'm saying that on the podcast. But for me, at least, uh, I feel like more so ever, I walk before I talk. Um, So my words are carrying value through my actions. Um, I'm speaking on the things that I do that do value. The the things that I give in, in love and in my relationships and my friendships that I do that have value, um, when I speak on them and I present them as, as, as an analytical point of view more than as a fabricated or an illusionary-based sentence or sediment, well, there you go. That, and that correlates perfectly to, to the intention because... With toxic relationships, a lot of times we have people in our lives who want to feed us fast food, feed us quick, quick, cheap, anything, you know, anything to, to, to get the craving, to get you to be quiet, to get you to stop, to keep you where you're at, not necessarily to help you grow, you know, and in those toxic relationships, because we're supposed to be growing, you're aging, you're growing, you're learning every day, whether you choose to or not. Um, you're going to grow in a certain direction. And there's going to be people who feel that whether they're conscious about fueling you or not, their, their fuel is in their actions and their energy. And so in toxic relationships, uh, man, <laughs> it's just, it's very interesting to see how they function. You know, uh, I think that you know, a person who, who plays victim all the time, you know, never at fault, the world, the world was me. And that doesn't take away for, and this doesn't include nonetheless, uh, people who are going through a hard time and are experiencing something in the moment. Like this is a very specific like victim mentality. People with victim mentality and their toxic relationships, why you may attract them or why if you can sit with your own shoes, you know, why you may have those traits. It, it comes from this lack and that lack is with with your confidence. When you don't think of yourself highly, it's hard to, to allow someone else to, but it's all in your perception. And when people are in this mentality of their only, I mean, for figure speech, like worth like five bucks, you know, that's all they have. So if they see something of value that's 20, they're gonna try to hustle it down if they really want it, destroy it so no one else can have it, take it, you know? Um, And it's far and few between who can just respect the fact that there's a difference and respect the fact that that doesn't change their value, they can still become even more. You know, you can still have even more than $5. You can still make more than the $20 you saw, you know? And it's that mentality of thinking that you can't have it and and or thinking that you can only have it by taking it from another person or from where you actually see it at, you know, that's entitlement. And, and, and that's what destroys relationships, really. <laughs> that's what destroys a lot of relationships. I can say for myself once again, because I can only speak on me and I speak on me with the perception of all my experiences plus what I've heard and seen, but nonetheless, I know that I've had a hard time with my relationships and I would say like within my toxic friendships with entitlement. People feel entitled towards me. And that's something that I've never 
understood, liked, approved of, or will ever deal with because the only person entitled to me is me. Um, you're entitled to you. I would never want to be entitled to you and, and you shouldn't want me to. And I, I expect that respect back. And I, if I don't expect it, I demand it, you know? And that's just in the human right. But nonetheless, it's, it's that, you know, entitlement. And, and then that entitlement comes like this jealousy, this comes insecurity, there comes, you know, a want to, to, to feel like if I can't have it, no one can. And that's, that's a crab in the bucket mentality. All those things, they're toxic. And, but they stem from these lower vibrations and from a lack of mentality. People who, who think that if someone else has it, that there's something grander about them. They think that there's something better about someone else, right? Like I, I've noticed a lot where I've had people who <clears throat> are not in my life anymore, thank God, but they, uh, they would compare themselves to me. And in that comparison to me, they would fabricate my story. Uh, a lot of people won't necessarily ask me about how I did what I did at, 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 you know, in those times of my life, or they wouldn't ask me about what my goals were. They were assuming things, and what they would assume would, one, be completely one billion percent wrong, and two, um, it would make it seem like I wasn't a person, like I wasn't a person who was working hard or waking up and going to sleep and sometimes stressed. I wasn't calling my mom or, you know, somebody in my family, you know, to, to, to vent. I wasn't, you know, all those things that I am, they, they didn't care to see because then if they imagine, and this is just, you know, from my own personal experience, but it's with anyone really that, that they do this comparison with, they'll imagine that they have something special and super different, right? To about them to say that, look how special they are, right? And at first, a lot of people think like, okay, well, yeah, they probably are special. But the duality of the perception is that they're not just saying that person is special and that person's great because of the, the perception they have and the low energy. They're saying that they're not. They're like, look how special that person is. Look how great they are. They have all this because of this special quality that I don't have. Now, if you convince yourself that there is this illusion fabric like like just blah, you know like this big distance of of not reality between you and what can be considered success in your eyes i guess or whoever's and and you put this special you know tink on it you're literally discrediting yourself in every way possible and giving yourself no room to try to achieve that. You have stifled yourself more than anything in the world can because you have created a barrier where there was none. And in that barrier that you've created, you separate yourself from the world, right? If you think about it in like a, a picture, like a painting, you know, there is a barrier now between you and everything else because you believe that. And now you can't work the same way. Now you're isolating yourself and it's a mentality thing. That, that mentality of, of wanting to see other people, you know, not succeed or not wanting to see other people happy. If, if, if not seeing, you know, if seeing someone un, uh, happy makes you uncomfortable, um, people succeed uncomfortable, that those toxic traits are on, only the person can fix. There's nothing in this world outside of them that can fix that, you know, and I think that's why it's important to talk about it and to be real with yourself and to read a book or meditate, do whatever you gotta do to sit with yourself because no one could change you. No one's gonna make you a better you or a worse you. That's all your choice, you know? And 
that's the duality of it all, per usual. But yeah, man, with 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 toxic relationships, it gets so weird with the whole, you know, jealousy thing and comparison and entitlement. Like, I have tried to understand things that I may not resonate with as much as possible. And that's probably one of them that I, I just can't come to terms with because I am so <laughs> focused on myself. Um, like I help people, I do for people, and I, but I do it in the ways that I can. You know what I mean? I do what I can in my ba- best capability. And I try to make sure that I give my best foot forward and I can validate myself enough to, to stand 10 toes on everything I say and do. You know, I'm proud of everything I am. Um, and I know I'm not the only person who feels that way. And because of that, I know I'm not the only person who's seen the successes of that and the repercussions of that. Uh, even with post- people who are supposed to be close to you, you know? Like, I've seen uh, inspiration turn to envy so fast, too many times. And it's not gonna stop the show ever <laughs> but it, it's very interesting for me to think about because those people are still in the same place doing the same thing with the same hate in their heart with the same jealousy doing all these same negative things and and that's why because they feed it so they're not making more money they're not doing anything better if anything you know they, their life gets stagnant once you stop messing with them you know and that's why you need to set those boundaries when it comes to toxic relationships too because something that's toxic it's gonna leak it doesn't have it's toxic. It's not going to set its own boundaries. It's not going to follow the rules. So you got to start setting them yourself. You know, toxic relationships teach you to be healthier. Doesn't mean you have to go too far and, and you know, you have to go through abuse. None of those things. But nonetheless, like there are lessons to learn in your experiences. Right. And with with entitlement, with, you know, for instance, like with your time uh, and with with your mind, you know, with your thoughts, with your emotions, you have the choice and the freedom to express yourself. And it's all about intention, you know, like when I think of my want to express let's say in like i'm mad about something like my girl uh she doesn't make me me mad (laughs) uh but she you know uh whatever uh okay there you go i've been in a toxic relationship in my past where a person's made me very upset and i had to just like remove myself from the situation right um and just kind of step away uh to gather my thoughts and to really assess what I would do moving forward. Now, looking back at that now, I can see from that relationship to this relationship, the differences in the healthy versus like unhealthy or toxic if it's, you know, a little bit deeper than that, but unhealthy ways of like communicating or of, of sharing and of, of, of at least admitting, you know, sometimes like the worst parts of yourself, like, you know, I feel like speaking your truth is very freeing, you know? Um, I've had friends, my boy, uh, Larry, he uh, he has a nice, nice, nice Maserati. And when I saw it, 
I loved it. <laughs> I loved the Maserati. It was it was a pretty thing, and I want it. I love it, and I knew I couldn't just go to the dealership and get me one right now. But did I think that I would live the rest of my life and never own one of them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All I thought when I saw Larry with it was hold on to it for a couple more years because I'm on a race. And that's it. <laughs> very simple. Very, very simple. I've never uh, felt entitled to what someone else had or worked for. I don't know someone else's story. Um, and that's good or bad either, you know? Like, I don't think that we can choose how we start our life, but we can choose how we treat ourselves. And then that's that will, you know, kind of be reflection of, of how we treat life and then life will treat us the same way back. But it has to come from a, a place of love for, for sure, because if your intention isn't right, if you're not coming from from... <laughs> If you're working your vices, your vice is gonna work you back. If you work your virtues, your virtues will work you back. Like, it's it's simple. And, and with these toxic relationships, you have to keep an environment and people around you that are going to enforce you to work your virtues, enforce you to be your best self, remind you to be the bigger person. And the bigger person meaning whatever kind of person you have to be in that situation. You know, um, I've I've had <laughs> I've had people tell me that they uh, they could never, you know, see me get angry, you know, and then I have other people who the last memory of me is pretty angry with them. And, and I don't think that neither of them are right or wrong. I think that both are perspectives that have to exist because those perspectives lie in this understanding of the exchange it's in the exchange it's in the energy right like you you plug something in and a spark comes out from the plug or it like pops if that's not personal the energy didn't align you know and that's as simple as that but if you keep trying to force <laughs> the the wire into that same outlet and it, it after it popped a couple times and it, it whatever repercussions come, you know, that's how it goes. You know, most of the time we have the signs there. We we can be present. But also it's like what do you think you deserve, you know? Cause if you think you deserve people around you who don't want the best for you, that's what you're gonna get. If you think you deserve people who want to <clears throat> take from you, um, if you think that it's okay, then that's what you're going to get. But the minute you set that boundary and you allow yourself to outgrow yourself and realize that you are not wrong for valuing yourself. Like I, I, mean, I think since, since like high school, Yeah, it was like since high school that I've heard, you know, everyone of my classmates back in Florida tell me that I was always pretty confident. I was always pretty sure of myself. And it was always interesting to me because I always felt like I wasn't necessarily unsure, but I wasn't necessarily sure either. I was just okay with what I knew. You know, I was always content in who I am because 
this is the only person I could be. I can't change my voice. I can't change my skin. I can't change my eyes, can't change my mouth. And, and, and I guess you can with surgery and all that stuff. But in reality, like, this is how I came. <laughs> you know, this is how I showed up. So I'm, I'm going to just leave it at that and, and take it as it is um, and work with what I got. You know what I mean? That's all I've been doing as much as I can. And that was me working, you know, my virtues working my best side of myself um, and finding comfort in myself. And I think that that's probably where I started <clears throat> seeing value in myself, you know? And, and I've always exceeded my value too. I've always, I've always wanted to exceed my value. I've always wanted to outgrow myself. I always want to be a better me, personally. I wake up every day trying to be a better me. I, I think almost every year for the past 10 years, I could look back and be like, yeah, this this Ray, definitely I did that Ray, you know, and it, it's cool. It's, it's I, I never lose, you know. It's always me against me, and it's saving me against me. We're on the same team, so I never lose. It's it's just the more value I saw in myself, the more you know I worked harder for myself to fulfill that value. The more I I uh, wanted to see that value around me, within my environment, within my people, and. I think that when you're working with your mind, for sure, um, whatever you hear, whatever you see, your mind doesn't know the difference between a dream and reality. So you have to be careful, you know? And when you're intentional and careful and make sure that you're feeding your soul and your mind the right things, uh, you can start undoing that toxic stuff. <laughs> honestly like you don't have to be toxic <laughs> you don't have to be a hater you don't have to be weird you don't have to be jealous like supporting people is not hard loving people is not hard at all which is very interesting to me because it seems almost like no one wants to do it uh and and grateful and big bless to the people that are in my life that love and do good for their communities and for themselves like my friends that I do have are some of the best people. I, I, I admire my friends because they're trying to be the best of them they can be. And I can never be them once again. You know, I, I would never be jealous of my friends. I have friends who have done such cool, <laughs> cool, damn great things. Like, I mean, I never even went to like college or anything. So my friends who went to college, for instance, and, you know, have all these degrees. And I, I, I think that's, I admire that to a thousand different levels because it's like the complete os like opposite of what I do for one, but two, um, it's almost like Im impossible for me to picture myself doing what they've done because I went such the opposite route, but I don't judge or think that route shouldn't exist. Nonetheless, think it's any worse or better. I think it's just awesome because I, and where I'm at, and look, at there's a whole other thing going on over there. And then I love those people for it and vice versa. You know, I have friends who were like, I don't get how you started a business or the podcast or how you do this art and put these symbols in it. You know, it's and it's it's a great perspective to have and it, it's fulfilling and it allows us to continue forward um, in ways that I didn't know I needed until like I really needed it, you know? Like those friends I'm speaking on, it's, it's when 
I have hard days and I feel misunderstood or feel like I don't have someone to talk to where they're, even though, like I said, they're on a different path and a different side, a different understanding, different everything for me, what we do understand is the intention. And their intention is to be a good friend for me, to me, support me, and love me. Like, really, that's it. And then you just have your actions follow that. It's, it's not hard to be, be good to yourself and others. It really isn't. I think um, <clears throat> I'm working this week on drinking more water. <laughs> Let me actually get more water. Yeah, I'm working this week um, on drinking more water um, and taking more naps. I need to rest a little bit more. And in that, I am trying to be better to myself this week by doing that. And it's taking time, you know, to consciously be healthy. And, and, and maybe understanding that if you know your subconscious isn't necessarily going to do what's best for you, just consciously be there. It's like knowing your subconscious is kind of like a child. And then your consciousness is like a parent. Don't leave the child unsupervised. Eventually, after being a good parent, after your conscious works with your subconscious so much, right? After being a good parent to your child, inner child, you will see that your inner child grows up and kind of is a little bit like the parent, but it's different because it's his own, you know, space. Um, but it also grows <laughs> and it can function on its own and it'll be more independent and you can rely on it more and you'll see that, you know, that that's a great place to start um, with, with, with that. But this came out longer than I expected. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. You know, got to take the advice you give. Um, I, I live what I say. I am grateful for everyone who's been listening in, who's been supporting, uh, showing love, who's been even part of the whole process of everything from the art in 2017, the music in 2015, the modeling from 2015, the modeling again. This has been a long process and a, a great story. Uh, I'm hoping we're gonna get back into the music soon. Um, so that's another thing. There's just so many different ways to, to show love and to express yourself and to connect with people. And I'm just trying to do whatever I can, right? So I'm grateful for you guys, and I hope that you know the universe is a big, beautiful place. You were not created to suffer. You were not created to just be here. You were not created to make life hard for yourself or others. You're here to be like a tree, something beautiful, necessary, powerful, strong, and consistent. Be a good vessel, be good to yourself, show yourself love, and show someone else some love today, too. Try to say at least three compliments to people, and don't make them basic. Yeah, don't make them basic. You could do it. Give three genuine good compliments. You think it all the time. You look at someone, you're like, wow, their voice is really pretty. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say all the good things you think. It's fun. All right. I'm off this. Big bless, guys. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon.